Today's episode of We Went Blues is brought to you by NetSuite. Successful companies know faster growth requires the right tools. If you're doing one, 10, or hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue, NetSuite by Oracle gives a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more, all in one place. Over 19,000 companies trust NetSuite, the world's number one cloud business system. Schedule your free product tour right now and receive your free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits at netsuite.com slash listen. That's NetSuite. Dot com slash listen. Defenseman Barrett Jackman and myself, Jeremy Rutherford of the Athletic St. Louis Jacks. I'm coming to you from Las Vegas. I did not plan to make this trip. We were going to have number 44, Chris Pronger, on this podcast, but uh, more importantly, uh, something developed with the St. Louis Blues. Everybody is aware of uh, the incident involving Jay Bowmeister a couple nights ago uh, in Anaheim. And so we've uh, postponed the podcast with uh, Chris Pronger. We can't wait to talk to him in the future about his number 44 going up into the rafters as well as many, many other things. He's a character, as, as you well know, Jax. Uh, but we want to talk about Jay Bowmeister, his health, what the prognosis is, and then also talk about the Blues being back on the ice and trying to play a hockey game tonight in Vegas after that incident. So, uh, Jax, I know you've uh, paid attention to everything the past couple of days involving Jay Bowmeister, a friend of yours. That must have been difficult to watch. Yeah, it was uh, it was real tough, uh, you know, with the with the later game out in Anaheim. I uh, just got home from my son's baseball, turned on the uh, the game, and uh, was trying to get the kids to bed and and saw everything that went down. And uh, uh, it's been a tough uh, couple days, uh, just as a friend and a former teammate, and uh, to to have a guy that. Uh, is that loved and and to see anybody that goes down whether it's your teammate or anybody in the league it's 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 very uh it's very tough to see it was and i was actually uh, listening to chris kerber and joey vitale on the radio talk about uh, what was happening in front of them at the honda center and then got home and flipped it on uh, the tv and so uh after the game doug armstrong acknowledged that uh, Jay Bowmeister was stable. And I think that was uh, great to hear for fans, friends, and especially uh, his family. But Jax, uh, you know, I talked about not scheduled to be on this road trip. Uh, I jumped a plane and came out here to Vegas. And yesterday, Doug Armstrong had a press conference and we got to hear the words that we were all hoping to hear is that Jake, uh, Jay Bowmeister rather, is doing very, very well. Yeah, uh, Jr. The only way that uh, uh, anybody would kind of ease their mind is is when you hear, uh, you know, the higher up in an official release that uh, the Jay is, uh, you know, he's still in the hospital, but he's doing well and uh, you know doing tests. So, um, you know, he's uh, uh, he's beloved by all his teammates, like I said before. But um, you know, it, it doesn't matter who you are. You see somebody go down like that, and and all you care about is 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 he going to be okay and and uh, you know just his his well being at the time. And and that was uh, some great words from uh, from Doug Armstrong to to hear that. Yeah, let's hear those words from Doug Armstrong. Yesterday he talked about uh, Jay and also the NHL and the Anaheim Ducks, their medical teams, along with uh, Ray Borelli, who we'll get into a little bit later, the Blues athletic trainer, the job he did. Here's Doug Armstrong. Jay Bowmeister is doing very well at the UCI Irvine Medical Center in Anaheim. 
Jay is currently undergoing a battery of tests to determine the how and why of what happened last night, but things are looking very positive. At 12.10 of the first period, Jay suffered a cardiac episode on our player's bench. Jay became unresponsive and the medical personnel used a defibrillator to revive him. Jay regained consciousness immediately and was transported directly to the UCI Irving Medical Center. I would like to acknowledge the NHL and the Ducks for their efforts during this chaotic situation. With the guidance of Gary Bettman and Colin Campbell, Anaheim GM Bob Murray and I moved quickly to postpone the game and turn all the NHL's focus towards Jay. And Jax, here we are two days later, and they're still trying to figure out the how and why. Of course, uh, that's not easy, especially when you have somebody, you know, so fit uh, as Jay Bowmeister. You would know that as well as anyone. Uh, it just goes to show that uh, it can happen to anyone at uh, any time. Uh, one of the, the best athletes on the roster. Yeah, he's always been the guy that's uh, in, in peak physical uh, condition. Uh, he rides his bike for hours uh, a day in the summer. He he's always hiking, uh, doing outdoors things, and uh, he's six seven percent body fat, and and always just you know you watch him play. He can skate, and and seems like he never gets tired. So uh, to to see something happen uh, like that to a guy that is such great shape that uh, you know it, it's really it's it's just uh, you know something that uh was in them and and you know the results are going to come back and and uh hopefully they have uh you know a reason why and and you know his quality of life uh can get back to normal and and we don't even have to talk about the hockey side of it but just uh you know him being able to to live a normal life is what you hope and Jack, you would uh, know this. Uh, the team just couldn't leave Anaheim. They were scheduled to head to Vegas uh, after the game, but decided to get some rooms and spend the night. At, I know some of them went to see Jay and his dad, Dan, in the hospital, but that would have been really tough to pack up and get on a plane and head to Vegas. Yeah, uh, you know, they, they made the right decision uh, to leave what uh is a very you know un uncertain situation and uh to pack up and, and go to the next city is uh, you know even though they were scheduled to do that and i uh, give the blues uh blues credit and, and all the players and, and the fathers that were on the trip as well to uh you know just stick around and I, I know petro and his dad went to the hospital and and you know the rest of the the players went to the hotel just to you know kind of hunker down and, and wait for uh, some news to to make sure that their good friend was uh uh, was going to be okay. We uh, had a chance to hear Alex Petrangelo talk about that visit with Jay Bo Meester at Irvine Medical Center. Here's what he had to say. Last night after the game, I went over there. Um, me and my dad went over there to see Dan and Jay with uh, with Ray. I think it was important one for me just to see him and for everybody else to see him. So we FaceTime. Uh, Bo had his opportunity to kind of see everybody. Everybody uh, sent him their wishes, and I think. I mean, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I'm sure made everybody feel a lot better knowing uh, he was in good hands and he was in good spirits last night with us and typical Jay. So I think it certainly made us all feel a lot better today knowing that we had the opportunity to talk to him. And Jax, to my knowledge, Jay Bomeister is still at uh, Irvine Medical Center and may be there for a few more days or who knows, a, a week. Uh, they're going to wait until they run some more tests and, and find out what happened. Uh, but eventually he'll be transported back to uh, St. Louis. The Blues have already made those arrangements. But first, they have to uh, just get down to the bottom of what happened with him. You know, I did want to ask you about the attention that he received. It was so quick, so responsive. And uh, you spent a lot of your professional life, all of it, with uh, 
athletic trainer, Ray Borelli. He's as good as it uh, gets when it comes to that. And he, along with the Ducks uh, medical staff, did a terrific job here. Yeah, JR, the uh, the medical staff uh, with Ray Borelli and, and uh, even the Anaheim side, uh, with with their training staff and and the paramedics that are around, uh, they train for this. They uh, you like to have a group of guys that are you know thinking about the worst case scenario, and uh, they get the doctors that are fifty feet away from the bench. They have uh, you know dry runs uh, before the season starts on on you know these particular uh, situations and the way that they reacted, uh, the way that the players, the coaches, uh, everybody around. Uh, it, it was, you know, probably a, a life-saving, uh, you know, situation, and, and, and they handled it uh, just amazingly for uh, uh, how hectic it was. Yeah, and you've been in the league when two of these similar incidents happened. You had uh, Yuri Fisher, I believe that was back in 2005, and then also Rich Peverly, uh, Dallas Stars in 2014. You know, is this something that the players talk about, worry about? And I'm, I'm sure that you have to be comforted and your families have to be comforted by the fact that the league's taken uh, some extreme measures to make sure that, that all this medical attention is in place. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, you know, the NHLPA, the uh, the NHL, and, uh, you know, the, the families are, are number one, and you want the players to be safe uh, when they're out there. And they're they're doing their job. Uh, they're thinking about the safety of the players, and uh, you you really are uh, you know kind of at ease knowing that every precaution is taken uh, when it comes to the safety of the players. Well, we want to find out how the Blues are going to resume uh, playing hockey again, and we'll find out uh, tonight, nine o'clock Central. Blues on the ice against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights here at T-Mobile Arena. But before we get into that, Jacks. We want to tell you about Roman. If you were to guess on average how many days people in the U.S. have to wait to see a doctor, what would you say, a week maybe? Actually, on average, people have to wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U.S. cities. Basically a month if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction. You want treatment ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you free, two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel at any time. So if you're struggling with ED, go to GetRoman.com blues for a free online visit and free two-day shipping that's get roman forward slash blues for a free online visit and free two-day shipping well jacks the blues as i mentioned are in vegas tonight i just spoke with alex petrangelo ryan o'reilly alexander steen they admit that it'll be difficult to to put the focus on hockey tonight but once that puck drops uh they've got uh, something to take care of they, they realize and they'll have to uh put their thoughts about jay bolmeister uh, on the back burner for a couple hours. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them to to go out there and 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 do their job. But 
the best thing about sport and uh, and hockey in particular, uh, you get on the ice, uh, you you're focused on one thing, and that's playing hockey and uh, leading up and and possibly even walking out of the bench. A lot of guys are going to think about it, but once that puck drops, uh, guys are really good at just you know focusing on that one thing. You get away from uh, from life. You get to play a, a sport that you love, and uh, I'm sure they're going to appreciate it even that much more. Uh, you know, now after uh, what happened with Jay, but they're going to go out there, do their job, and then as soon as they get off the ice, they'll start thinking about Jay again. And and how do athletes do that? And I realize, you know, you, you've got to, to put your focus on, on the game, but, you know, Doug Armstrong mentioned it yesterday, Jax, that uh, athletes are able to compartmentalize things uh, just so effectively. And, uh, you know, they've, they've spent a lot of time thinking and praying about Jay and his family, uh, but I guess it's your normal routine once that puck drops yeah um we've had to do it our whole lives uh whether it's uh you know you got school you got a girlfriend you're thinking about you got uh you know family troubles uh you know you've had some some players uh uh, that maybe had a a father or a loved one that's passed and uh you know, it's just an escape. Um, you know, not many people get that opportunity to, you know, to play in the uh, in the NHL, but um, it really is. It's escape. You know, there's a lot of uh, politics. There's a lot of, uh, you know, outside no- noise when it comes to, to playing a sport, but uh, you know that once you get on the ice, you get to do something you love uh, and, and you get to, you know, just kind of shut off everything that's, uh, you know, coming at you, whether it's, you know, you're paying your bills, or you're, uh, you know, you're thinking about your kids or, or what. It's it's just kind of going out there and, and doing what you love and, and not having to think about those things for uh, for two, two and a half hours. As I mentioned, Alex Petrangelo was one of the players uh, we talked to the Blues leaders today, and he was one of the players who talked about moving forward. It's obviously going to be difficult. I mean, but again, we talked to Jay, and he's in good spirits. And when you, when you see how he's doing it certainly makes us feel a lot better and lets us uh, come here you know we stayed last night we didn't feel comfortable leaving without knowing how he was doing but knowing one that he has his dad there two that you know Devin's at home and um, you know our wives you know are all reaching out Um, you know I know Steiner's wife went by you know last night I mean it's just how our group is and we're taking care of each other and like I said when J-Bo is being J-Bo I think it makes feel you know, everybody feel a lot better. It was a tough sport, just the way last night and not knowing, you know, for seemed like forever. Yeah, I don't know how long everything happened between by the time I went to go get the EMT guys and came back. It felt like it was forever, but I'm sure it didn't happen like that. But it's pretty impressive when you see the response, uh, not only from our teammates, but everybody. I mean, a lot of people did an unbelievable job and know you, you don't want to see that stuff but it's pretty impressive uh how selfless people become in those situations and jacks uh prior to the game in anaheim uh, of course which uh, we only uh, played 12 minutes of that game uh, before jay went down 
there was a lot of talk about how the Blues had been playing lately, 2-5-2 two, and two in their last nine games, uh, turnovers, what's going on with Jordan Bennington. To me, it seems like all that stuff is it happened uh, two weeks ago. It seems like a long time since the Blues have played hockey. So now, not only do they have to get back out on the ice and, and try to put this uh, past couple days behind them, uh, but also a situation where they're going to play a Vegas team. The last time they were here, January 6th, they had a 3-0 lead on the Golden Knights and lost that game 5-4 in overtime. And also, uh, Colorado's in action tonight, just one point behind the Blues and could overtake the Central Division with a win over the Blues. So their focus is obviously uh, going to have to be on hockey uh, because they, A, need to start playing better and, B, could give up the division lead here. Yeah, uh, there, there's a lot of things that are kind of, uh, you know, in their minds right now, obviously, Jay, but uh, they have to play better. They they know that uh, uh, Vegas is a good opponent, and they know that uh, Colorado is right there on their heels. So, um, you know, hopefully this is uh, one of those things where it's a reset and, and everybody, uh, uh, you know, realizes everything that's at stake and uh, the situation they're in and, uh, they went through adversity last year, and albeit it's, it's not even close to uh, uh, seeing one of your teammates uh, uh, collapse on a bench like this, but uh, this is a team that's, that's very uh, very good at handling uh, these types of situations and, and um, y- you know, just refocusing and, and kind of getting back uh, uh, into, you know, the period where they're playing their best hockey and, and hopefully they can do that tonight. And, and it's going to be a huge test for them. Uh, um, too much uh, going on right now. Uh, but uh, they're going to be, you know, very focused and, and you know, Chief is, is a great motivator and, and a, a great manager of this team and, uh, and coach, and he'll, uh, he'll take care of things. Yesterday, the Blues uh, did recall Nico McCullough from uh, San Antonio. We saw him for a stretch of five games earlier uh, in the season, Jax. That was from January 7th to the 15th. Uh, looked terrific. 15 minutes plus of ice time in three of his five games. Uh, there were some fans that didn't want to see Mikola go back down to the minors. Now they definitely need him uh, with Bo Meester out. It doesn't look like he'll play tonight. He was the odd guy out in the uh, rushes at the morning skate. But at some point, uh, I'm sure we'll see Mikola back in there. Yeah, Nico's a, you know, a great player. We talked about this uh, before. I, I really liked him uh, uh, in the last few years watching him play in, in Finland and in uh, San Antonio and uh, he's the type of player that's, uh, you know, he's he's not flashy, but he works his butt off. He's big, uh, long reach, and, you know, in his, his five games, he, he really proved that uh, he was the next in line for, uh, for an open spot. And, uh, you know, sometimes as a player, and, and when I, you know, got my opportunity is because uh, uh, Pronger was hurt and had knee and, and wrist uh, surgery, and, I was able to come in and, and you know, take advantage and, and earn uh, my spot. And so, you know, a different circ- uh, circumstance here. But uh, Nico's got an opportunity to, uh, you know, get a lot of games here in the next, uh, you know, little bit until we figure out what's going on with Bo. And uh, he's got to take advantage. And, and I think he is, uh, you know, he's got the right mind. Uh, he's got the right ability. And I, I think he will, uh, you know, step in and play pretty well.
Yeah, and I asked uh, Craig Berube after the practice today, Jax, uh, what the plans are for uh, Mikula. I mean, is the, the odd guy out outside looking in right now, or uh, could we see him in the lineup? And he said they're just going day by day. My guess would be, you know, with uh, the circumstances and them wanting to get back out on the ice, uh, you lean towards the veterans. You keep Carl Gunnarsson in there with Alex Petrangelo on that top pair. You bring Robert Bortuzzo into the lineup, put him on the third pair uh, with Vince Dunn. Uh, meanwhile, that second pair is now going to be uh, Pareko on the left side and, and Falk on the right. Looks like he's leaning on the veterans for a game like this. Yeah, and you have to. Uh, those guys are all uh, all here, and uh, Nico just coming in. You just give him a day or two to uh, to adapt, and and you give uh, Bortuzzo and and Gunnarsson an opportunity to to both be in the lineup at the same time, and and hopefully uh, you know they play well, and um, Nico's going to get his games, but. Uh, yeah, you, you got to lean on that veteran presence that's uh, been here and, and been together for uh, for a couple of years and, and let them uh, take advantage of it. And so it looks like uh, Mikula will be a guy who will come in and help uh, during Jay Bolmeister's absence. We just don't know how long that's going to be. But, Jax, you know, you hate to even talk about something like this. If this was November, we wouldn't be having this conversation. How do the Blues uh, move on from Jay? But the trade deadline is February 24th. It's coming up fast, and uh, you don't expect to have Bo Meester. And you always hear GMs, including Doug Armstrong, talk about needing 9-10 deep on, on defense uh, for a long playoff run. Uh, I would think that the Blues are going to be interested in acquiring a defenseman now at the trade deadline. And a name that I've heard is San Jose's Brendan Dillon, left shot, 29 years old, makes $3.2 million dollars. Uh, that's obviously going to be prorated at the deadline. They've got some cap to spend if they don't bring Tarasenko back before uh, the postseason. We don't know what's going to happen with that yet. Uh, but thoughts on adding a D at the trade deadline and thoughts on Brendan Dillon? Yeah, um, you know, Brendan Dillon, he's, uh, he's a great depth uh, defenseman. He's, he's been around the league for a long time. And, um, you know, you don't want to you know really jump ahead but you know it is a business too and uh if like you said if this happened uh you know earlier on in the season then you'd be kind of feeling out what what you have uh uh going forward and and you can't rely on jay coming back anytime soon it, it, it's just one of those things where um you whether his quality of life his his ability to come play hockey and uh you know army's thought about you know say if a, a guy goes down with uh with injury on the back end what would you do and uh unfortunately it's 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 not an injury it's a uh you know it's a heart problem and and so he's he's got to look the the deadline's coming up pretty quick and uh he, he's got to solidify the the team and and uh you know put the uh, the emotions aside and 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 think about the business part of it yeah, and uh, as we talked about, you, you need depth in the playoffs. So the Blues saw that last year on their run to the Stanley Cup, but didn't have a ton of injuries uh, last year. But uh, you never know when that can happen, and you don't want to be caught uh, shorthanded. Hey, we want to wrap up with uh, you know something that you kind of just touched on. It's the uh, you know future of Jay Bowmeister. None of us know where it's it's headed right now. We hope that he'll be able to uh, return. Jacks, there's the old cliche that you always want to go out on uh, your terms. Uh, I remember uh, Al McKinnis being at his retirement press conference at the old Scott Trade Center, and here's a guy who could still have played the game, uh, but you know he had the eye injury, and, and obviously there was the lockout too. Uh, unfortunate that he wasn't able to continue going, and, and we sure don't want to see the same thing uh, for Jay Bolmeister. 
Yeah, uh, Jay's had an amazing career in in all levels of hockey, and um, you know, f- first and foremost, until we know what's uh, what's going on, we we just hope that uh, uh, he's able to to live uh, his best life and enjoy his family and and uh, get back to doing the things that he loves, and and you know, hockey's one of them, and and hopefully that's part of it. But uh, for the most part, it's all about his health and. And him uh, being the same old Jay, he doesn't talk a lot, but uh, uh, he just definitely has a presence and uh, is an unbelievable family man and great teammate and great friend. And uh, we just wish him the best and, and hope that uh, all the results of, of his testing uh, all come back positive and, and uh, you know, he's just uh, able to, to live his best life. Between Jacks, it's just amazing how things work out. Like you never could have planned this and, and obviously you don't want anything like this to ever happen. Uh, but the fact that, uh, you know, Jay suffered what he went through a couple nights ago on the dad's trip, his dad, Dan, was in the arena, was able to go down, be at his side, uh, was able to phone back and, and speak with uh, Jay's wife, Devin, and, and obviously uh, Jay's mother back in Canada. Uh, I know that uh, the rest of the dads uh, were just feeling for him so much. Uh, a couple of them told me today at practice that uh, they had spoken to him. He was looking so forward uh, to going to Vegas. Dan Bomeister had never been uh, to uh, Vegas. But uh, the camaraderie among these dads and the fact that they were all together, you know, not only did it help the Bomeister family, uh, but listening to some of these blues players, it helped them too, you know, in, in the grieving uh, process. Uh, Alex Petrangelo talking to his dad, Joe, you know, Shen, Schwartz, all able to have their dads at their side uh, to go through something like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Jay's going to uh, make it up to his dad and take him to Vegas uh, after all this is done. But yeah, just having that support system, uh, you know, I, I was sitting here and, you know, grabbed my son and, you know, told him I loved him. And, and that was, uh, you know, that was good for me. But yeah, all these guys are sitting there with their with their fathers and their loved ones. And uh, to be able to have them around to, to be able to, uh, you know, just kind of speak about what was going on. And, uh, you know, you, you see the faces of the guys that were the first ones, uh, you know, Petro and, and Jake and, and Dunner all being over top of them and uh you know so those guys have a lot to talk through and uh they're not going to forget this anytime soon but to to have the fathers there and and for jay too to have his dad and um you know i'm sure his mom was was very happy that she can talk to uh you know jay's father and 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 know exactly what was going on and 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 devin as well and you just hope uh you know for the best uh with with jay and his family and and uh his parents and uh, hopefully they never have to go through something like this ever again. Yeah, it definitely was a situation where everybody was hugging their loved ones. Well, uh, Jax, uh, I don't know that I'd hug you even if I were back in St. Louis, but I will tell you, uh, thanks for joining today and, and uh, another edition of We Went Blues, episode number 36. Uh, the Blues on the ice again tonight at T-Mobile against the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights. And then it's uh, one of your favorites. It's going to be a home and home. The Blues are going to be uh, host Saturday at Enterprise Center against the Nashville Predators, and then they'll make a trip to Nashville. You remember those back-to-back home and homes, huh? Oh yeah, they're always fun. Except for uh, when I was being uh, when I was on Nashville and uh, being Dash Three and my my return to St. <laughs> Louis. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, hopefully next week when we uh, when we talk that uh, you know we'll be uh, a little bit lighter side of the uh, the game and, and talk about the Blues uh, putting together a, a three game uh, winning streak. 
Yeah, definitely. Well said, Jax. Uh, best wishes to Jay Bomeister and his family for a uh, speedy recovery, and we hope to hear that he'll be making uh, the trip back to St. Louis soon from Anaheim. So for Barrett Jackman, I'm Jeremy Rutherford. We thank you for listening to Episode 36 of We Went Blues. We'll talk to you next week. We'll be right back.